In back-to-back -back weeks, the Brewers have managed to pull off a post-game celebration in the clubhouse of the rival Cardinals and Cubs. That was about a relentless pursuit of this accomplishment for every player in Ryan here. Braun has been through this before, but never a game 163. None of this would have been possible without our two architects, David Stearns, Craig Council. And as the champagne was popping in the clubhouse, there were two bottles left unopened. We were so confident we are going to win today, it already says NL Central Division champion. From Wrigley Field, Greg Matzik, WTMJ Sports. Good afternoon and welcome to Miller Park, home of your Milwaukee Brewers and site of the National League Division Series Game 1 playoff matchup between the Brewers and the Colorado Rockies. I'm Greg Matzik with you until 3.30. And this place, with the roof closed, is getting awfully loud. Swing the line drive, base hit right field! on a two-strike pitch. Lines a single to right, and the Brewers have taken game one in the division series. The man of the hour right now, what did you see on the pitch? Uh, you know, just looking for a fastball out over the plate and got a good one to hit. He threw a couple by me earlier in the at-bat, and, you know, I was fortunate enough to get another one and didn't miss at that time. What is it about this Brewers club that maybe reminds you of some of those great Royals clubs that you played with? It's the never-quit attitude, you know. We uh, went out there every single night ready to work, ready to play, and... Um, these, these guys never quit and they never give up. Even when times are tough, we battle back and uh, we pick each other up. How resilient is this club? 11 walk-off wins. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Uh, you know, these guys these guys never give up, like I said. They, they fight till the end and, uh, you know, we're never out of any game no matter what the score is. And uh, tonight, again, showed that. Congratulations, Mike. Thank you very much. 1-1 one, one delivery. Here it is. Swinging a bouncer. This should do it. It's picked by Perez. The throw. Welcome back in. The road to Brew October takes us to Denver, Colorado. We're at Swanky's Bar and Grill in Denver. About a stone's throw away, maybe a good three wood away from Coors Field, not too far. And uh, by the looks of the crowd here, plenty of Wisconsin influence in Denver, ready to soak in the Brewers and Rockies game three. Roughly 1,000 miles separate Milwaukee from Denver. Not enough to keep Brewers fans from making the trip out to the Mile High City. But for Connor and his wife from Black Creek, this trip is more coincidental than anything. It's a normal trip that we planned probably about uh, three, four months ago. And since they won the second game, it's like, all right, we'll get tickets. And should the series continue on Monday? I don't have tickets for Monday. I'm hoping they just finish it all off Sunday. Connor just might be there. <laughs> if it goes to Monday, might buy tickets for that too. Here comes Hayter, swinging in a fly ball. Shallow right. This should do it. It is going to be caught by Lorenzo Kane. And this one is over. And they're moving on. Lorenzo, you've been a part of a lot of these celebrations, but to, to bring this back to the place where it started for you here in Milwaukee, how special is this? Feels great. You know, that was my main goal when I first signed here. And uh, that's to get in the playoffs and just get in the playoffs and just battle from here. So uh, we've been battling, we've been fighting, competing out there each and every each and every game. So, um, you know, uh, our main goal is to get to World Series. And we understand we're still still not there yet. we still got a lot of, lot of competition, a lot of teams to get through. But uh, at the same time, we're playing some great ball right now. To finish it off in in a sweep, uh, yeah, look, you, you go get those two in Milwaukee, 
But you come back here and you don't want the pressure to turn back at any point. And you've been a part of these types of series before. How important was it to come out and set a tone early in this game? That's what you do. You know, if you, you get a chance to get up 2-0 on the team, you know, you don't let up. You know, you don't get them any momentum. You know, you go, you go for the throw. You know, that's what we did today. You know, uh, ended up scoring six runs today. Uh, a lot, a lot, little, little more than what we wanted to. And uh, our pitcher did an outstanding job. So it was, it was a great day all around. And uh, like I said, we we're in here celebrating. Hey, Lorenzo, can you hear me down there? Yes, I can hear you. Hey, Lorenzo, um, fun moment for you after you got your base hit in the fifth inning. Did they save the baseball for you? Uh, I asked them to. I, I don't know <laughs> if they did or not. You know, uh, like I said, I've been, I've been searching for that hit. You know, I've been trying to get on base with you guys. So uh, definitely not, not off to the start I want to have. But uh, at the same time, you know, it's, it's good to get that first knock out of the way. You got another shot in the NLCS. Soak this one up tonight. Enjoy it. All right, will do. Post-game celebrations on the road are becoming the norm for the Milwaukee Brewers. And with each one, Ryan Braun has delivered a message to the team. Two celebrations later, we got two celebrations to go. And the road to the World Series routes through Milwaukee, where the Brewers own home field advantage for the NLCS. We accomplish this by everybody playing to the best of their ability. Everybody here is doing their job, and that's why we're winning baseball games. With the Brewers at Coors Field, Craig Matzik, WTMJ Sports. Well, they threw a nice party for you in here, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, it's getting kind of getting kind of testy once in a while, but again, I'll probably be at Freighter tomorrow with another pacemaker. Well, do you got two more of these left in you? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm doing fine. Yeah, good to see you, Greg. This is what it's all about, though, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, uh, to be with them, they make you young. They make you young. How nice, man, to get a nice crooked number on the board like that. I mean, it's a true it's team effort today. Yeah, no, it... it uh, to watch what went on here with these guys today and against a very good club. It's a very good club here, Colorado. But they were better. I mean, to win 11 in a row at this time of the year, that's pretty good. The parking lots have opened 30 minutes early here at Miller Park. Cars beginning to stream in, tailgating surely to follow. And the Dodgers tonight will send future Hall of Fame pitcher Clayton Kershaw to the mound. It's game one of the NLCS. The Brewers are hoping history repeats itself. WTMJ's Greg Magic has more from inside the stadium. May 4th, 2015, Brewers manager Craig Council makes his managerial debut against, you guessed it, the Dodgers. The Brewers won that game 4-3. to The Dodgers starter that night, tonight's starter, Clayton Kershaw. Brewers enter tonight's game riding an 11-game winning streak, the second longest in franchise history. We'll have more in sports coming up at 345. Per the usual, fans can expect long security lines while getting into the stadium. Brewers COO Rick Schlesinger says fans know the drill. Leave large items in the car or at home and bring just what you need and bring a smile and bring your you know cheering and uh, we'll see what happens. It's Brewers tonight on WTMJ. I'm Greg Matzik. Live overlooking Miller Park where the Dodgers are taking some batting practice right now. The Brewers are off the field. And there is a swirl of media. Yeah, it's going to be a fun uh, fun few days. I think this series has a lot of intrigue with it. Uh, of course, you've got the left-handed starting pitching for the Los Angeles Dodgers trying to neutralize the left-handed hitters for the Brewers and the crew over the last couple of days in game number one and game number two of the series going with the left-hander to try and neutralize the left-handed bats of the Dodgers. So it's, it's just the beginning of the cat-and-mouse game that uh, I think you're going to see a lot of between Dave Roberts and Craig Council. The Brewers drawing first blood in the NLCS after a thrilling 6-5 victory. 2-2 pitch, ground dog going away. Swing and a high drive. Deep right center field. This ball is gone. Brandon Woodruff off of Clayton Kershaw ties the game. What a piece. 
That ignited the Brewers to score two runs in the third and three in the fourth, keyed by a two-run pinch-hit single by Domingo Santana. The Dodgers would score four times in the final two innings, but stranded the tying run at third to end the game. Perhaps the biggest surprise came in the Brewers' first half of the third. Woodruff comes in to pitch the third inning, which results in him leading off the bottom of the inning against future Hall of Famer Clayton Kershaw. He ends up hitting a home run to tie the game and is really fired up rounding the bases. When I touched first, it was just kind of like, it kind of blacked out a little bit and just showed some emotion there and, you know, let all that out. And some of the guys were saying that when I was rounding first, I was almost where the second baseman plays before I even touched second. Woodruff on Brewers' extra innings. He becomes the first Brewers pitcher to hit a home run in a postseason game. He also gets the win, throwing two shutout innings. At Miller Park, Matt Pauley, WTMJ Sports. Good evening, Wisconsin. I'm Greg Matzik from Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles, site of games three, four, and five of the National League Championship Series. What a setting. What a beautiful setting for baseball and an absolutely perfect day here in Los Angeles. Jeff Levering joined by Brewers pitcher Brandon Woodruff. And, Brandon, you're all tied up, one apiece, going into game number three. Uh, couldn't have asked for any more in the situation. Of course, now kind of going into enemy territory in L.A., but uh, it's a fun series so far, both a couple of one-run ball games. And this is what you asked for in, in the postseason, right? Exactly. You know, these are the games, uh, you know, coming in that we, we knew this team's a really good team, so we knew we were going to have a you know, tough, uh, tough battle on our hands. And, you know, we, we won the first game, and then the second game was, you know, very close game. So, I, you know, I feel like it's kind of you're kind of getting the sense that it could go this way the whole series. And, uh, you know, hopefully we're on the, the right side of it. Our own Greg Matzik uh, caught up with Travis Shaw just a few minutes ago on the field as the game came to an end. A lot of storylines in this one, as you might expect, but to get one on the road after they got one in Milwaukee, that's got to be huge. Yeah, especially the first one here. Uh, worst case scenario guarantees we go back to Milwaukee. Uh, Hater was not used that much either, so I mean we're in a good spot right now. It was a good win for us. Uh, we tacked on there in the middle innings. It was a close game. Bueller pitched really well, uh, so to get four on him was pretty pretty nice. And uh, the bullpen did their thing and big for JJ to get out of that ninth inning. Right Not now. a lot of balls squared up against Bueller, but you got one, and, and that helped spark a little bit of a rally. Yeah, it did. Early in the game, shadows were tough. I mean, you could see, you could tell by both sides. I mean, I think the first eight outs of the game were all by strikeouts, so it was a little tough earlier in the game, but once once the sun went down, guys started putting a little bit better swings, better at bats, and uh, that's what we needed. What's been the demeanor of Christian Yelich, Jesus Aguilar, and the guys that are really slumping after games in the clubhouse? Jesus didn't want to talk last night, and that's not, that's not common for him. He was frustrated. Um, and, you know, he's chasing pitches, and he's not really swinging at strikes. And um, a lot of guys are pressing right now at the plate. Yelich is no different. He, he's pretty calm. He's pretty even keel, um, always. And, and he talked last night, and, and, you know, he said the same thing Lorenzo Cain told me, that you just we got to get the bats going. You know, treat every at-bat like it's your last because it might be. Um, but, but that was the most visibly frustrated I've seen Jesus in the, in the clubhouse following a game. Greg Matzik traveling back from L.A. after uh, covering the NLCS for us at Dodger Stadium. We'll see you back at the ballpark soon, sir. Take care. She is the broadcast and digital features content director for the Milwaukee Brewers. Sophia Minnert coming home where the Brewers are 51-30 and 30 this year, the best in the National League. How much of a factor could being at home be when it comes to settling that lineup in a little bit and maybe having a little more success tonight? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a huge factor. I think more than anything, the guys are comfortable here at home. They just wrapped up batting practice, and honestly, it was a really good vibe. You know, I think guys have a lot of energy. They understand what's at stake here. Aguilar waits, swinging a line drive, base hit to right. This may score! 
Jones one on the ground to right. This is going to score Moustakas. Around third, the throw coming on. Late. He's in there, and it's 4-1 to one Brewers. There will be a Game 7 at Miller Park tomorrow. Welcome in to Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. The Brewers come away with the win over the Dodgers. Final score, 7-2, and with that, they have forced a game for all the marbles. Matzik, Doug, Russell have been roaming around Miller Park talking to folks uh, after the game. And uh, Doug Russell just a little while ago got the chance to uh, talk with uh, Travis Shaw. And uh, the first thing that uh, Doug asked Travis was uh, how important it was to uh, answer back after the uh, after the Brewers found themselves down one nothing going in the bottom of the first, how important it was to score those four runs uh, there in the bottom of the first. Yeah, it was. I mean, we needed to we needed to hit a lot better. We didn't we didn't play very well in LA. So um, offensively, we knew that we had to get going early, and I think guys were locked in from the start, and and, and that showed in the first inning. Was it just a matter of this team was just waiting to bust out? I mean, this is NLCS. They got a really good pitching staff over there. Kershaw's one of the best. I mean. You can't expect to score seven every night. It just happens. We, we ran into some good pitching. Uh, we weren't hitting very well, and a combination of those two is not is not a good sign. So uh, tonight we, we had better approaches as a team overall, and, and, and that's, you see where that got us. You've been around Major League Baseball literally your whole life. What does it mean? Can you put it into words what being one game away from the World Series means to you? I can't. I mean, it's, it's crazy. I mean, we have – it's all right there. It's picture perfect, too. I mean, Chassin, our guy. Haters fresh, one win away from the World Series, one win away from Boston. I mean, we're, we're going to be ready to go. How much does confidence play a role in going into Game 7 tomorrow? It's a new day. I mean, it'll be – I mean, we won pretty pretty easily today. I think those losses are sometimes easier to get over, but at the same time we didn't have to use any of our guys. So uh, there will be some confidence tomorrow. The home crowd, huge for us. I mean, that's you can't say enough about them tonight and uh, their, their energy we fed off of and – we're going to feed off of it again tomorrow. Travis Shaw with Doug Russell just a little while ago. 2-2 pitch coming. Here comes Kershaw, and he struck him out, and the Dodgers are going to Boston. They will celebrate on the field here at Miller Park, and they're going to the World Series.